has anybody seen Black Panther this weekend? Oh, I saw it. Day it came out. Hey, Day it came out. Did yeah. you see it, Ot? I did. Yeah. Are we talking about Black Panther then? Because I saw it yesterday too. We're gonna right? have to do it. Okay. Yo, welcome to Beers and Bars. Your place of rapid fire hip hop discussion and of course great beer. I am Kamal Kiddo. OT to go to child. Thank y'all for checking out our last episode. If this is your first time checking us out, make sure you subscribe, like, you know what I'm saying, comment and whatnot. Uh, you listening to us right now in the podcast apps. Make sure you go ahead and, you know, uh, even give us a rating, all that kind of stuff be helping. Watching us on YouTube, make sure you go ahead and subscribe. Really, really appreciate all the uh, long time followers all that kind of stuff man um but yeah man if you out there in podcast land right now you about to uh get some new content from us we got a a a a guest today that we have never had on the show somebody that uh i've been i've been following him for a while we we can let him introduce himself so go ahead my brother what's up what's up y'all i'm centric styles Uh, i live in kansas city originally from illinois so you know i love me some barrel aged stouts up there in the cold cold weather even though it's time to snow a little bit down here today but yeah, Citrus Styles, um, repping a little KC beer scene, trying to get that up and popping, uh, get, get yeah. some uh, notoriety to where it needs to be at down here because we got some dope stuff. All right. Word, word, word. Appreciate you for joining us today, Citrus Styles. Um, we're going to be talking about a few things today. We're going to be talking to Citrus Styles about uh, his beer journey, uh, what he has going on. We're going to be talking about Drake and 21 Savage's new album, 21, her 21. loss. <laughs> We're going to be talking about uh, Nas and Hit Boy's latest offering, King's Disease 3, KD3. And I believe all of us have seen the new Black Panther film. So let's uh, talk about Wakanda forever. <laughs> let's talk about Wakanda forever a little bit. Yeah, man. Word up, word up. Before we do all of that, gentlemen, what are we drinking today? What so, are we drinking? Let me get mine out of the way. As you, if you heard the last show, you know I'm uh, I'm keeping a keto friendly uh, until I go on my little trip, you know, with the family and whatnot at the end of the month. So um, at first I wasn't drinking, but uh, yeah, I kind of faltered and fell on that some. So now I'm just doing low keto friendly drinks. So whatever, one of my favorite vodkas, man. I'm a big fan of Tito's, man. It's a super chill, laid back vodka, man. Um, it's the it's a vodka that I found doesn't give me a hangover. It's just very you know kind of laid back, kind of smooth. And I all my drinks, whether it's bourbon, whether it's vodka, I'm always on the rocks or neat with with nothing. So yeah, man. Cheers. Word up, word up. No beer. Uh, I feel you. I feel you. Um, Centric, what you what you drinking, man? What you drinking today, man? Uh, drink a little unlearned IPA from BKS. It's one of the breweries down here. One to me, one of the best breweries down here. They're kind of like. The hot butcher at KC, so they always got some of my fire IPAs, and a lot of times when I go up to when I go over back to visit Illinois, I don't even pick up that many IPAs because they're so fire down here. Stouts I pick up, Stouts I come back and bring some back, but IPAs they killing the game, they killing okay. the game. Ooh. Even better than hot butcher's IPAs because you know how but look at you, you know your stuff though because hot butcher <laughs> is on point. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Okay. Okay. I say they, they 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 on par. I wouldn't say they killing. I like Hot Butcher. They got uh, their own little style and their own regards, and BKS has their own also. For sure. For sure. Uh, 
I today am having Lumberstruck with the camera. Lumberstruck. Oh, God. From uh, a new one, the Deep Wood series uh, from Revolution Brewing. Um, this is aged in Saxon wine barrel. This is a barley wine. Uh, what's going on here? A black barley wine ale aged in wine barrels. A percussive strike of premium oak. This okay. is, I believe, 12%. This is 12.3. 12.3. So, you know, I might be going to the moon tonight. I am a fan of barley wines. Uh and I'm a fan of their Deepwood series. I can only have one at a time for uh for Revolution. Look, I, I'm I'm wow with my poor right now. I'm wow. I'm wow with my poor right now, man. You good, man? <laughs> Look at oh oh my god! I gotta <laughs> let this settle down a little bit. But um, but yeah, man, we're gonna check this out. I've never had this one before. Uh, is this new. Ot, do you um, know? I am not exactly sure. So since I'm not drinking beer at all, and I, I do have a couple deep woods in the fridge, I'm not sure where they are right now. Whether that's a newer one or whether it's of the uh, you know of their their prior stuff, but we do yeah. have some beer over there we need to go pick up though. So uh, ah, you go right grab on. that, or I can grab it. Whatever, however you want to do it. True, so, true. Yeah. Uh, Centric Styles, man. What is going on in Kansas City? First of all. How did you get started in the beer game, in the beer culture? In the beer culture, I'd say, like, I always like like beer. That sounds weird. I always like beer, and everybody loves beer. But, um, like, I remember taking pictures, like, just, like, random pictures of, like, just stuff I get, like, ooh, I got a lining, lining, what was it, lining kugels? Ooh, got some mm. lining kugels. I got this shock top over here and stuff like that. And then, uh, I don't know if you ever caught the, the show, Beerland, I think that's called Beerland on a, on Vice. Mm. It was hosted by the uh by Meg, the chick that used to own uh Golden Road. Okay. They had the homie uh T.O. Hunter on there. He was one of the judges on uh the final episode of their it was a show about homebrews. They were judging homebrews, and he was one of the judges for the final episode. And I looked at it, I was like, Man, that's a brother that's doing that. So I hopped down line real quick. That was when they were still doping dank, so I had to go find them real quick. And I found out there's a whole community, not even just like a craft beer community. There's a whole craft beer community for that's a urban and black based and brown based. And I saw that, and that's what really inspired me to start wanting to post a whole lot. Um, turned the IG into a, a beer IG because I originally did music back in the day, so my IG was kind of dedicated to that. And then for a while, it was just personal stuff. And then once I saw that, and I was like, all right, I'm flipping the script, and it's going to be a, a beer page now. Had you always been um, been searching out beers before you saw that, or like is this always something that you were doing? A uh, li- little bit, I say. Cause when I went to when I went to college, I went to college in Madison, mm. so like I had to get the the uh, like Miller High Life and stuff like that. But then I also like because I was only eighteen, nineteen at the time, just go to the bars that would let me in. Right, Loki. I don't know if you should be saying that, but hey, I was, I was getting right, 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 there. right. <laughs> but uh, I'd go there, and they'd give me a uh, what you call it, the one from Wisconsin. Uh, oh, Spotted Cow. I was, I was drinking, yes. I was yeah. drinking New Glarus and Highlight, so I couldn't tell which one was better. But after a while, my palate got a little bit better, and I was like, yeah. I can't believe it. I was drinking New Glarus and Highlight, <laughs> and I would turn down New Glarus for some Highlight. But I, right. I still love some Highlight. That's my that's my go to uh, cheap beer. 
Oh, I yeah. would agree. I would agree. The champagne of beer, if you will. Champagne of beer. <laughs> but um, so let me ask you, um, the Kansas City scene, what's uh do you think it's it's needs that notoriety? I know you were saying that uh, you wanted to give the notoriety that it deserves. Um what's so special about the Kansas City craft beer scene? I think what, what's always been special about it has been like the community. When I moved down here, they always had like a dope, close knit craft beer community. And like you always hear on like IG, like uh, what's the one account, Rat Magnet or whatever her name. I don't want to say whatever it is, but well, she does a real good job of exposing all the all the bad, negative people and craft beer and calling out what needs to be called out. Mm. And there's a little bit of that maybe in in Casey, but we try to. Um, I wouldn't say that. I'm trying to squash to get those people out of the. Uh, don't let their voices be heard. So we amplify the voices of the people whose voices who need to be um, amplified, and that's what I really dug about that craft beer scene here. And now, uh, as far as the community goes, that I love that part. But now the beer is starting to get to that level also because we have a lot of new breweries that are starting to be the go-to brewery of uh, like people nationwide. Mm-hmm. So it's starting. It's pretty cool. Like see, like BKS, uh, Alma Mater getting um, some props from different beer fests. Uh, Big Rip is a brewery down here. They got some dope stuff, and they're getting. Um, they're one of the. What was it? They're the first female brewery down here, owner mm-hmm. and head brewer, and uh, and also uh, part of the LGBTQ community. But she gets a lot of props from uh, a lot of the breweries, like in Colorado, like Lady Justice. So it's cool to see all these cats doing their thing and uh, just all coming up. And I think it all really started probably like around 2018, 2019. The scene started popping a little bit more and more. Word up, man. We got to get that. Okay. Might be a scene to check out now. um, Yeah. You were just in Chicago not too long ago, right? Yeah, last week. Oh, last week. Oh, wow. Wow. Um, no, well, no, two weeks ago. Full bad. Full bad. Whenever full bad was, <laughs> two weeks ago. So what did you think about, um, what, what spots did you hit up? What spots did you hit up? Oh, as man, far got, as the beer scene. Okay. I got into town and what I hated about it was like a lot of the spots opened up the year I moved. I think Shot Town had a big boom in 2016, 2017. Mm, I moved true. in 2016. It's, it's, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So I'm like, all right, let me check out some spots that I like and some spots I haven't been to. So I first hit up Cruz Blanca. Absolutely. And uh, I didn't get any food there, though. I was running running low on time. Mm-hmm. But I did get to try some of their uh, barrel aged beers, um, a few other ones, I think. Maybe like, I think it might have been an IPA. Uh, what else? From there, I went to. You want to say from, from there? Actually, I went to Fobab. That's my next place of uh, business to go to. Okay. After Fobab, I went to like that night. I went to Revolution. Mm. I got so tired of them. Like, I loved all the barrel aged beers, but after a while, like the other ones just got too sweet. And I'm like, I need something to just kind of put me down a little bit more. I'm trying yes. to mellow me out. So I went to Revolution. Had a few there. Then after that, I went to the Pilot Project. I had a wild Friday night. Went to Pilot Project Friday night and ended, <laughs> <laughs> and ended it there. So I had to had to had the homies uh, uh Funky Town. Hey, I shout didn't get out any more. I didn't get any more. So at this point, I didn't find any more. But I did get some Funky True. Town. Now they're on my list. 
Right on, right on. Chicago yeah. love, man. Yeah, Case Peter, think, Chicago. That's love. I'm trying to think where I went Saturday. Saturday? Oh, I went to Crush by Giants on Saturday. Okay. Mm. Man. Man, when I went there, there was a line already to get in. So I'm like, all right, is there a line because it's a, uh, it's on a, what are they off a of rush? Something like that. I forgot where they're off of downtown. I, I got to get yet. there myself. Yeah. Mm. But, uh, <laughs> It's a prime location. And I'm like, man, I wonder if they people are here lining up for that. They're lining up for the beer. Yeah. Beer's phenomenal. Beer's mm. phenomenal. I had to tip my hat to when I left. I'm like, hey, y'all got some stuff popping off in here. I'm going to be back. And, you uh, you, you put me on. Besides that, I think that's the last brewery I went to. I went to Kuma's, but I just uh, got a burger and some, oh, yeah. uh, some regular beer there. Had to go there. And I was going to stop by Beer Temple. But then I got cold. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> I was true. like, uh, "I got it's cold. I got to get to the orange line real quick and get back to Midway." True, true, true. Word up, word up. Uh, did you make the trip for the beer action, yeah. or okay, all right, that's love. No, just that's for bad. That's love. That's love. Word the, up. The journey word to up. Mecca, the the Fobad barrel of beer, uh, barrel age Mecca, right there. Yeah, come on, we got to try to go next year because actually, the, when the, the day before was happening, Afro, shout out Shalanda, Afro Beer Trick had hit us up and was asking, Was we going? And I told her I had a super busy Saturday and whatnot, and I wasn't going to be able to make it. But ne- that's definitely on my radar next year, man. I'm just, I don't see how y'all do it. All them barrel aged beers, man. Like, I just feel yeah. like I'm, I'll be passing out, you know what I'm saying? But For I know sure. it's, a, it's a way you got to do it, you know what I'm saying? You can't just go like, you know. Go crazy. You gotta be a little uh mindful while you in a yeah. a festival full of 12, 14, whatever percentage will have far you get up, you know. So yeah. That it's at the UIC pavilion. And that, those stairs, after the first round, those stairs get kind of tricky. That's what I'm saying. That's why I, like, I hey, agree. This, this ain't even safe. Yeah. Right, right. Um hey man, yeah, we definitely gotta get out to KC. Um but I appreciate you, man. Um, yeah, let's get into, get, in, get into some music. What's up? Let's get into some music, okay. man. So okay. first of all, let, let's do this. You said so. What what was your what were you doing before? Were you was sing, rap, uh, produce? What was uh, your thing? Produce, produce. Okay. I was uh, I was I mainly call it just urban music because I dabbled everything from R and B to uh, hip hop to a little bit of techno to dance and pop. Whatever was popping at that time, that's what I was making. Okay. Word up. Word yeah. up. Okay. You talking to two producers right here. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. Come on, That's where you want to start? What you you want to do Drake and 21 or you want to do Nas? What you what you want to kick it off at? Uh let's do Drake and 21 because that came out before. Okay. You know what I'm saying? That came out what like two weeks, two weeks ago, a week yeah, ago. Something, something like, like that. that. Yeah. 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 So yeah. Um Drake. Drake and 21 Savage. Uh, an album that has been made in secret. Um, it was a surprise drop, I guess. Uh, and uh, yeah, her loss. Drake and Twenty One Savage. Her loss. Um, you sound like his loss after uh, <laughs> take a long to describe it. <laughs> That's a fact. Uh, right. Should I should I start this or who should should, should we okay. let centric styles go ahead? You know what? Yes. I, feel like I, my, I feel like my re- my review might be the same as yours almost. I don't, uh, I don't know I don't know. Um, 
But I'll go ahead and start, man. Um, Drake and 21 Savage. Uh, her loss. First of all, I saw a tweet not too long ago that I just thought was funny. Um, it's like he was a certified lover boy. And then he said, you know what? Honestly, never mind. Her loss. <laughs> and I just thought that was funny. You know what I'm saying? Um, these sassy... Uh, these sassy titles from Drake's albums are just funny. Um, this is definitely, in my opinion, a Drake album featuring 21 Savage. There are four Drake solo songs on here and only one 21 Savage song solo 21 Savage song where he does his best Drake impression. You know how, excuse me, you know how, um, like, uh, the 21 Savage song is 3 a.m. in Glenwood, which, you know, uh, Drake has several 2 a.m. in Toronto, you know what I'm saying? He has several of those. Uh, it's just, it's, it's a Drake, it's a Drake album featuring 21 Savage. This is mostly Drake. Um, this is Drake's most gangster. This is Drake's most gangster I've ever heard Drake. Uh, you know, he he likes to have his mob ties and things like that. You know, he'll talk about all this, you know, mob type stuff going on. Um, but this is the most I've ever heard him uh, get, get real thuggish. You know what I'm saying? Um, Drake is, is, is an anomaly. Because he is a singer and a rapper, but he treats, he sings about treating women the way that he does and loving them and loving several women, but then gets very gangster. So it's very odd, you know what I'm saying? It's like, it's just very odd to hear this message. Um, but I can't stop listening to Drake because he is a good rapper. He does make good, he makes good hits. He makes very good songs, even though I know he's not who he's portraying to be. It's, you know what I'm saying? He's this, he's foil step team. He's stepping on, you know, he's a big stepper now. You know what I'm saying? Like he's, you know, it's it's odd. It's odd when rappers talk about man, you're not really a thug. They talking about Drake. He's the type of artist that, like, he's not a thug, but he 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 seems to be that with on an. He feels like almost like he had the right to be on an album with Twenty One Savage next to him. You know what I'm saying? But. I can't stop listening to him because he makes good music. Now, let me tell you this. He got some joints on this album, though. <laughs> I really like, hold on, man. I really, I like, I really like these songs. I really like Back Outside Boys. That definitely is going to be like, I got my kids singing Back Outside Boys. But I really got, I, they singing the song now. Uh, Privileged Rappers. I like that joint. Spin About You, I like that. Like, there's a run of songs. Um, Hours in Silence, I like the first two minutes. And then the last four minutes, I skip it. At this point, I'm skipping songs. 
Um, I'm skipping Treacherous Twins, Sir Loco. I'm going to listen to The Joint with Travis. I'm going to listen to Broke Boys. Middle of the Ocean is Drake's prime rapping right here. <laughs> this is prime Drake rapping ability right here. I wish I had written down all of the double entendres he's got. OT. Middle of the Ocean? Yeah. Bruh. Yeah. So far gone, Drake, right there. Woo! Oh, Drake. You know what it is. When he wrapped, wrapped over that, uh, that Kanye beat. Them. Woo! Yeah. You know what it uh, is. Losing, uh, his, losing his notebook in Egypt. Yeah, yeah. that one. That's Drake. <laughs> That's Drake I like. Yeah. So. Uh, but yeah, man. I, overall, you know, I have a love. I've said this before. I have a love-hate relationship with Drake's with Drake as a personality, but I like his music. But it's just like Drake is, and he was getting at a lot of people on this album. Like he was like, he had a lot. I felt maybe he felt like you know more bravado because he is with Twenty One. But he was like getting at a bunch of people. Drum, Megan Thee Stallion, Ice Spice. Serena Williams, Serena husband. Williams' husband. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, Random people. Like, yeah. what are you doing, bro? But that's that's Drake. Her loss, right? All right, but yeah, man. You know, it's a couple of it's a couple of songs that I do like. I don't think it's you know, it's a Drake album. It's a Drake album featuring Twenty One Savage. Check yeah. it out. I don't know. Yeah, how you feel about Centric, man? How you feel about it? I liked it. It was. A lot of hit or miss, a lot of uh, skippable yeah. tracks on there for me. I'm this Drake with uh, what was it? The one that had the one before Summer '16, the one that he released like in like 2015 or so, or 2014. One, one of those years. I feel like that uh, one was, was the last Drake album mm. where you didn't have to hit skip a whole lot. But I, I did like this one. I liked uh, take notes on it. Uh, Rich Flex. I like the beat of it, but uh, like the part where the part where Drake came in, I was like, mm. Mm. <laughs> like remember the uh, the Travis Scott song when Drake came in and everybody got hyped. It was like that, but in reverse when Drake came on on the Rich Flex song, I was like, oh, okay, I skip this part now. But yeah. I did like uh, yeah, Back Outside Boys. Uh, what else? Spin about you, like you said. Yeah, the yeah. track with uh. Travis Scott, I like that one. It's yeah. got a little Travis Scott too. True, oh, man. The, yeah, the twenty-one by himself. Yeah. That's all right. That's all right. Yes, it was. It, weird. it, it is him doing a Drake impression. Yeah, I thought so. Uh, there was another track on here. Let me look up the track list real quick. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't even think of which one it was. What is one of them that had me kind of hyped to it? Well, I do. I mean, I, I did like the album as well. Um, as far as, you know, a couple of songs that were on the album. Initially, I didn't really like it. I turned it off. I was in the gym at like 5 a.m. And, and Drake started singing on um, Hours in Silence. The, the part you talking about, Kamal, where you turned it off. Yeah. I was like, you know what? This ain't the vibe. So I had to throw on Freddie Gibbs because I just felt like gangbanging when I was lifting weights. <laughs> so... 
Um, but when I came back to it, it was a much, it was much better listen. And I mean, it is it is what it is when we listen to Drake, man. You know, he gonna give us those bangers, but you know, um, it's some songs I don't have. I mean, that's that's what it is. There's some songs I don't like, and some songs that I do like. Um, and some the ones that are strong to me are songs like um, "Back Outside Boys," like you said, uh, "Spin About You." I think that is a very good song. That's the what's the sample flip there? Um, uh, that's one of the '90s R&B flip. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. Hey, I can't think of it right now, but yeah, that's a tough flip, man. And then I mean, obviously, some more some more joints that I, that I like, but "Middle of the Ocean" is the reason why people started listening to Drake. You know what Fact. I'm saying? That that type of, of uh, so far gone Drake. Like you is. said, yeah, yeah. I mean, he killed that Kanye song, right? I mean, that's the type of Drake that people really started listening to him for. But he do have a line in there that said uh, that I really think characterizes his career because I do think that he is unafraid to do different things and try different things. He said, mm. uh, "Nigga, nigga, so ignorant in my hood, they'd be like, why the fuck you making techno?' You know what I'm saying? Like, like saying like, man, I do what I, you know. He put out a, he put out a." A straight house type album, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But people hear something like that, it's like, man, get this head banging. But that, you know, he's unafraid to try whatever he want to try. I like that album too, by the way. But yeah, um, yeah, I like that album too. Yeah, that's hey, I it, do too. Come on, that's that's in my top five. Maybe we'll talk about we'll talk about that later on. <laughs> I true, true. Um, I agree with that. I'm not mad at that. But let's let's do this, man. Let's 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 go to Queensbridge real quick, real quick, man. Um. I'm gonna start. I'm, I'm gonna try not to talk a long time, no, no long talk. But look here, man. We've never seen a second half of a career like we're seeing right now from Nas. Let's go. Let's go. Ever. Let's go. I didn't do my knowledge, but I believe Nas is about forty-six, maybe forty-seven, even maybe forty-five. I don't know. Word. That's young, G. I thought he was a little bit older than that. Hey, I think he, he is older than that. He could Ill, be. Illmatic came out when I was like in fourth grade, I think. Illmatic yeah. is 94. He was 18 when he dropped Illmatic. Wow. Uh, he was 18? Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He could be 45 then. Yeah. Sure. So we've never seen a second He's half. He's 49. Like He's 49. <laughs> okay. We've never seen anything like this before as to where an artist – They've always said hip hop is a young man's game, and it's and that, I think that that's true. But that's only because hip hop is young still. Like you got to think, hip hop was only started in the late seventies, early eighties, right? So now we're seeing the artists that we loved twenty years ago turn older, and some of them are still rapping, and they love to rap, and they still be sharp like Nas. This is Nas' third King Disease, and in the middle of all that, he also dropped Magic, which is fire. Mm-hmm. A lot of these albums that he's dropped recently are better than some of the albums that he had at the end of what I would consider his first half of his career. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, this is my favorite rapper of all time. It's going to be a lot of biased talk right now. But I really think that Nas is as sharp as he's ever been in the last couple projects, I would say. Lyrically, he's as sharp as he's been in a long time. He is rapping his ass off. Let me just go to the track list real quick, and I'm going to tell you a couple joints I liked and get up out of here. Uh, Legit, Thun, Michael and Quincy, uh, Reminisce is Fire, uh, I'm on Fire, Once a Man, Twice a Child. I mean, the beef joint, classic Nas, where he uh, 
takes on like a personification of a thing, like a gun when he was on a the uh that joint. You know, he like yeah, he yeah. likes to personify things, right? He likes to give a human spirit to a thing and then talk about it from that thing's perspective. That's like classic mm-hmm. Nas, which is what he does in beef. So hey man, I'm all for it, man. I like the album. I'm not here to say where it is. People are like, is this one of his best? I'm not here for none of that. I like the music. I'm happy Nas is 50 and still good. Period. Mm. Mm. Centric, you want to get in on this, man? I, I'm still digesting it. I, True. I, when I heard it came out, I saw a picture of it uh, like Wednesday or Thursday. And I was like, there's a new Nas album about to come out on Friday. Lo and behold, it came out and Okay, I'm gonna give you the rundown. Uh, Reminisce, that's one of my, I wanna say like one of the dopest ones to me, just cause like the way it's split in the middle. And I don't know how, I, don't, I haven't checked any uh, like Twitter or whatnot, we'll hear what anybody else said, but when it splits in the middle and he has that UK, UK uh, drill. drill bass, and he has that uh, that pop smoke cadence to it, that AP, spicy. Yeah. Like that, like, oh, now I'm doing that. And like it's one thing like to do it, and you just kind of like take the little flow or whatnot. But when you like can spit some lyrics over doing that, and you take that personification of like pop smoke, and you bring it back, that was I dope that to was, me. That was dope. I thought that was dope. Man. dope. Yeah, uh, for sure. Like you said, I'm on fire. Once a man, twice a child was dope. Uh, beef, which is wild to me. Also, uh, trying to think, done that one. Yeah, we talked about the J beef with that one. That was hot. Uh, plus, it's cool to see, like, for them to even talk about it because also it brings in the other, like, uh, current events. Yeah. I'm glad to see these. I'm glad to see these rappers getting old, man. I'm glad. I like to see rappers getting gray hair. Isn't that happening right now? So, so, so for to hear Nas talk about. Yes. Uh, I'm talking about uh, the beef. I'm dissecting when I had to take over. He could talk about that now. And they both making money off of it. It's on title, or I guess it was on title and Jay only. Right. Right. But um, I love that right there. And he's still killing it at 49 years old. Yeah. And yeah, it's, it's a research film. I was like, you said, I've never seen anything like that. To me, uh, KD3, probably one of my favorite ones of the series. I probably agree. Probably one of my, the best I th- I albums think yeah. solid that he's done since. I want to say since hip hop is dead. Ooh. Maybe, maybe since. Uh, Stillmatic. Yo, um, word. This is I. I'm. I kind of. I kind of feel the same way. Um, I've been on the fence with uh, Hit Boy as a producer. I feel like he doesn't really have a particular sound. He kind of is an everyman producer where he can fit in to whatever sound whatever with whatever artists that he's working with which is cool but i do prefer a sound from certain artists that's just me you know what i'm saying um but i'm gonna have to say that kd3 king disease 3 is probably my favorite of the series for sure easily um 
I thought it came in strong with Ghetto Reporter. I thought, okay, look at Nas trying to like, he's trying to rap. Okay. Oh, he rapping. Okay. He's rapping. And then to like listen to it, legit, done. Michael and Quincy, 30. Reminisce is definitely one of my favorites. The Mary J joint, man, I, 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 the sample, I felt that song, period. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm on fire. That joint hard. WTF SMH. Once a man, twice a child is classic Nas too. As far as like on the whole thing, you know, he got a line on here where he says, uh, this ain't, um, this ain't a rap song. I'm a, this is an audio book. I'm an author on tracks, right? Um, I found that there wasn't a lot of metaphor. There are metaphors on this album, of course, but it's not a lot. He's telling stories. He's telling experiences in rhyme form. He is like the, even the serious interlude, you know what I'm saying? He's telling the story. He is, he's really a, like a literary author, really. You know what I'm saying? It's interesting to listen to. This is this is rap. This man is 49 years old and is at the peak of his game. He's at the top of his game. It's very startling to see because you don't see this. Even in Jay-Z, uh, 444 was a good album. And he was rapping on there for sure. You know what I'm saying? But Jay's God did verse, in my opinion, didn't live up to everybody's hype. You know what I'm saying? Like, y'all giving this man super big props for a subpar 80-bar verse. You know I thought what I was the only one that felt that way. And this man, Nas, is rapping. But that's the thing. He's in practice. He's been doing this with hit boy for a couple years now and he's in the studio and i love the fact that it's just him and hit boy there are no features on this joint there are no features and that's a breath of fresh air to me you know what i'm saying he went in with a producer and just went in you know what i'm saying look here he gave you, he gave you thoughts he gave you life he gave you perspective he gave you uh, creative rap and beef. And, and, you know, he's telling about his journey. Um, he's giving you jewels. Once a man, twice a child. Like, it's a, this This is almost like a second. It is. It was written. You know what I'm saying? Like, the way he's, he's putting these songs together and what he's talking about. Nas never lacks on content mm. Nas never lacks on content and he's giving you content that not every rapper's gonna give you this is Nas mm. this is a ghetto poet mm -hmm. this man right. is like speaking scripture <laughs> you know <laughs> what I'm saying like this is different yeah. this is different this is not your run-of-the-mill older rapper. You know what I'm saying? This is not run-of-the-mill. He's really in a zone with Hit Boy. Yeah. This is 
good to hear. This is good for the game. This shows even older rappers, look what you could do. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's dope. Yeah, it is. Oh, it's, it's good. And I'm going to say this now. I wasn't going to say this, but I'm going to say it now. It's probably going to be on my personal top five for the year. Okay. Because it's every time I heard some things on it today that I didn't hear the first four times I listened to it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, yo, he hitting me. It's, it's giving me something new every time I'm hearing it. You know what I'm saying? And I'm feeling that, G. WTF, SMH. My jewelry is disgusting, but nuts disgust the taste. That yeah. man is a rapper. <laughs> that man is a rapper. My jewelry is disgusting, but yeah. let's discuss the taste. Yeah. The double entendre in that is like, yo, this man is, is really rapping. This man. So... 21 Savage recently said on Clubhouse, right, that Nas is not relevant. He just got a strong fan base and makes really good music. And he got a strong fan base that supports him. I don't I know with what. That because it's like, I mean, I rock with 21 Savage, but I think he is... Um, I do think Nas is relevant the same way that Jay-Z is still relevant. You know what I'm saying? Jay is still relevant. People put Jay on a song and are interested to hear it. People put Nas on a song and are still interested to hear his verse. He drops an album and people are still interested. If people weren't interested, then he wouldn't be relevant. But he's confusing it relevance for being yeah. hot. It's just a, right. It's just a simple sound bite, man. Somebody said something and they was in a moment they was talking and they don't understand what the word relevant really means. And he just said something. He said this when he should have said. But that. I get. But I get it though because he's an older rapper and he's not of the now new uh, uh, Playboy Cardi Drake Twenty One Savage Lil Baby. Uh, Lil Dirk, none of those superstars at the time, right now. You know what I'm saying? Hopefully they'll be, they'll have a career like Nas. It's also important to note that he already kind of walked it back on Twitter about uh, two hours ago. So, yeah. oh, true. Yeah, so he well, had to. He, he had to walk that back because I feel like, like you said, Jay and Nas are both relevant in hip-hop i feel like jay is relevant because he's an icon he's a he's a billionaire he's an icon mm -hmm. Nas is relevant because you listen to jay-z you want to listen to icon you listen to Nas, you want to listen to Nas to be enlightened that's the that's two of the things right there mm -hmm. when i hear Nas, i'm coming in oh, okay who is gonna be a hot verse this is gonna be a hot verse he's not this i'm gonna sit here and i'm gonna dissect it and i'm gonna dissect it and i'm gonna dissect it and i'm gonna do i can do that a good month's time right there Mm -hmm. You don't need no four or five minute verse for that. Give me one Nas verse. Mm, I'll find something new each time. Mm. That's why they say Nas write scriptures almost. Who like scriptures? You can get some read every time you read something new. That's <laughs> Nas. Okay, this is right here. Okay, yeah. oh, this is this right here. I like okay, that. He meant this also. Yeah, Nas one of the top five right there. He always I agree. Absolutely.
We're gonna have to have you back, man. <laughs> let's do this. Let's let's do let's do a little Black Panther talk. Uh we maybe spoiler, maybe spoiler-ish. So if you if you haven't seen the movie, uh spoiler is don't spoil it. Don't spoil it. Okay, I'll do this. It's gonna be very simple for me. Um spoiler-ish. All right. One of the things that I have I have always liked about Marvel is their ability to tell the story along with the action. And I feel as if uh, there have been some uh, Marvel shows and even some of the movies recently where the storyline has been a little, you know, not there for me. Like, I didn't really dig the story that much. Action was okay, but story lacking a bit. All I'm going to say about Black Panther is that shout out to Ryan Coogler, man. Um, Black director. Hey, man. Mm -hmm. I rock with that story. I rocked. I rock with how they they told. I rock with how they communicated what they were trying to communicate in this movie. It was a little less on the action side because I feel like they was trying to tell, you know, like a gradual story regarding you know T'Challa and you know obviously you're aware the passing of the torch and I just think that it was very it was a lot of depth to the movie from the standpoint of the stories. Um, that's all I'm gonna say. I'm not gonna get into anything else outside of that. I did at the end. I ain't gonna front. I did drop. I dropped some thug tears at the end, um, mm-hmm. but mainly because I, I've dealt with a, a death. Re- my I lost my grandmother about a month and a half ago, mm. and that I'm not gonna speak on it too much as far as the movie. But there's a scene at the movie that's dealing with grief, mm. and that just really touched me. And I'm mean, I'm in a the theater just like they just streaming. I'm just like oh I'm I'm in here crying dog. But that's so I connected with the, with that on a personal level, mm. with that piece. But yeah, man, I really like the storytelling of the movie. That's all I'll say. It's a it's a great storyline. So mm-hmm. yeah, uh, yeah, man. I'll, I'll um I'll say this, man. I watched Black Panther uh, Friday, and then I went to see Black Panther two Sunday. Um. First of all, Black Panther is probably unknowingly to me one of my favorite movies, I think. You know what I'm saying? I've seen that movie easily over 10 times, not even thinking about it, and will sit it, at any point in a movie, will sit and could watch the rest of it. You know what I'm saying? Um, I think it's just Shakespearean. It's uh, the mythology of it is very good. Uh, and I'm talking about the first Black Panther. Um, there was a moment where I felt like, you know what, man? T'Challa lost fair and square. You know what I'm saying? He lost fair and square. But at the same time, Killmonger is a madman. He's insane. He going way too hard. And I always saw the scene where he would go back to the ancestral plane, right? And his father was there in the house where he died. And I always felt like him looking down and dropping a tear, his father was like, man, yeah, I feel you. But, you know, I can't do nothing because I'm dead. But it was this time that I watched it. It's like, I'm crying because I failed you. You are lost. And I wasn't, I I was lost. And so now you're lost. You know what I'm saying? And 
Because he's talking about like, man, maybe Wakanda is lost. That's why can't, that's why they can't find us. And he dropped his head. And it's like, nah, you're lost, little bro. But he can't do nothing now. I failed you as a father. You know what I'm saying? And this man is, Killmonger is insane. He's going too hard. He's going too hard. He's wilding. And so with that, he had to, yo, we got to get the real true king back. Right? And so the mythology of Black Panther, T'Challa, and, you know, he even got mad at his father. In the ancestral play, his father's dead. He's like, yo, you was wrong. Yo, it was so gripping. I'm watching this like I've seen it for the first time. Every time I see it, it's gripping me. It's Shakespearean in that way. Zuri dies. And it's like all of this is just good. It's good. I see Black Panther 2. And it's heavy on pulling at your heartstrings. Heavy. Heavy at pulling at your heartstrings. T'Challa is dead. You know what I'm saying? And so everybody is kind of like trying to figure out what they going to do. They don't have a Black Panther. Ain't no Black Panther. You know what I'm saying? For a big portion of the movie. You know what I'm saying? Like, what are we going to do? You know what I'm saying? And things transpire where there has to be one. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, Man, the 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 pulling on the heartstrings thing, you know, I think everything, you know, as a filmmaker, everything is intentional. The cut, the, it comes on Marvel, right? Mar the Marvel at the beginning is coming on, and it's almost like a moment of silence. There's no music. It's nothing. It's just silence, and Marvel is coming on. It's like, yo, they really, they really doing this up right now. You know what I'm saying? It's a moment of silence. And then the end. And, and, and you know, the, the one thing I'll say that I really liked about the movie is a strong female presence. Um, the strong black woman presence throughout the entire film. Mm -hmm. Throughout the entire film. That's something that is rare to see. You know what I'm saying? In a superhero movie at that. Mm -hmm. That's never been done. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to say that's never been done. I would agree. Yeah. You're right. And I'm like, yo, that's, this is, this is something else. This is powerful. The storytelling is good. I think it did well on, on adding to the mythology I can see this outside. I haven't seen any of the Marvel movies outside of Endgame, G. Like, after Endgame, I'm lost on Eternals. I haven't seen it. I don't, I ain't seen none of them. Except Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, like, you know, they had a preview for Ant-Man. I might see Ant-Man. I, I rock with Paul Rudd. I might see Ant-Man. I do like the Ant-Man. You know what I'm saying? But, I'm just saying... As far as the Marvel mythology, that's whatever. P 
people going to see Black Panther because it's Black Panther. And so the the continuation of that story I thought was really good. You know what I'm saying? Is it better than part one? I don't know. Part one is just so strong in creating. Like the story is just is so good. It's it's very Shakespearean. It's very Shakespearean. The way everything takes place in the first one. That the second one, you know, I understand the uh, Namoras or uh, Namor. No, no I don't remember. Namor. Yeah. Name, I I know his. I understand his plight. You know what I'm saying? But he also did have to go about it the way he went about it. Shorty ain't got to die. She ain't got to die, little bro. Whoa, take it easy. You trying to kill her? Take it easy. I I, 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 ain't see, I ain't see why he had to just kill the chick. You know what I'm saying? Everybody will understand what I'm saying when you see it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, yeah, man. I, I thought it was good. I thought it was pretty good. I don't think it's the I don't think it's part one. I was confused as to where Wakobi was. You know what I'm saying? Daniel Kaluuya. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Um but yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Centric styles, what you think? I, I I say, well, first off, while we was talking about knives, it's it's probably about the best knives analogy for the movies go. Black Panther one had so much raw and motion and everything of a storytelling you want that was illmatic black panther 2 and kind of forever that was definitely it was written like illmatic mm-hmm. was always gonna have that dope part of it was new it was fresh and it was written was really really dope but it just something about illmatic that just stuck with me something about the original black panther that just stuck with me He's and good. it's a it's it's a feeling yeah. that you get, but also there's also a, a lot of other. Uh, like you're saying the whole, uh, I don't know, like soon like you said the the Marvel part where they had just all Chadwick Boseman playing, mm-hmm. like silence. Like as soon as I before I started the movie, I knew I was going to be just wailing and crying all throughout <laughs> the movie. Yeah, I had to sit in the uh, the theater with the reclining seats like this. So I had to stay vertical. No, it was a horizontal vertical. You had to say, whatever one this one is, whatever one this one is, I had to stay like this. So the tears would just stand through my eyes. <laughs> I <laughs> oh, definitely. I down. This way, they're going to start streaming down. I'm a little like Jordan in my mud right there. But uh, yeah, man, it's how you got your heartstrings. And I feel like uh, I know a lot of people, because I'm a big Marvel nerd, a lot of people criticize Marvel for wanting to do. Uh, I go towards like the more female-based, women-based, girl power type movies or whatnot. But for uh, Wakanda Forever, one, one Chadwick Boseman isn't there, and two, like there's already that presence with uh with the soldiers already. Mm-hmm. Right. And like I, I love that now because even um like in the black community, you see the woman as being that person, that protector already. Mm-hmm. And I love seeing that portrayed in the movie, especially as being warriors and being nurturers. Mm-hmm. Especially like that. People, I'm not going to spoil it, but you see a part 
that had uh, that Angela Bassett does to help Riri out, and that's what that's a a, a black mother just helping out another child. Mm-hmm. Like if you've seen the movie, you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. And that part's gonna put you in tears. Yeah. But uh, as far mm-hmm. as the other Marvel movies, like a lot of them just weren't really like hitting with the storylines. Like Thor tried to be too funny. Man, all the other ones were just. Kind of hit it. I like Doctor Strange, but Doctor Strange is only cool if you was like real nerdy into it and you liked all that stuff. Yeah. Now this one, Ryan Coogler can do some stuff though. Uh, For sure. Genius when it comes to the director. Uh, he took what he had of losing a star actor and losing him in a tragic way. Not like he just wasn't cast. Like the the like he felt like it was twenty twenty all over again. Like he was losing them again right at the very beginning of the movie. Yeah. But then it was easy to uh not easy, but it was it transitioned in a in a perfect way of all right, we're gonna turn this into something different. We're gonna make this uh more of a joyful, just like in the celebration. In the celebration, it looked like a, uh the uh, New Orleans uh what's it? New Orleans second the, line or whatnot. Yeah, yeah, the second yeah. line, yeah. And then that part in the movie. Uh what else did I like about the movie? I know what I know. One thing, everybody ain't nobody said yet. Now, we 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 can close out here. Uh, yo, yo, shout out Lupita, man. <laughs> <laughs> true, 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 true. That's funny. Shout out the Dora Milaje. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, man. Listen, up, man. Uh, Centric Javon, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna announce you formally. We appreciate your time. We got to get you back on thank here, man. You. I thank like you, your perspectives and all that, man. It was a good time. Thank so, you. uh, thank you for having me, y'all. Tell, yeah, tell everybody, tell everybody anything you got coming up soon that you want to announce to the people. Anything like that at all? Uh, coming up soon. You can always catch me on IG uh, at Centric Styles, S-E-N-T-R-I-C-S-T-Y-L-E-S. Um, also, it's probably the first place I'm announcing it. Right now, I'm also working on YouTube content. They have the YouTube shorts going on right now. And it just makes sense to have the IG reels and the same format as TikToks or the same format as a uh, YouTube shorts. So I'm just trying to work Smart. off of that. Announce uh, for myself. That's all I have for myself. Also, next year, stay tuned for a Vine Street Brewing, Missouri's first black-owned brewery. It's going to do big. Uh, those cats are just madness. Uh, everybody's collabing with them right now. Everybody's – they're like Lil Wayne in like – Oh six. Uh, what was that? Oh six. Right, right, Every, right. Everywhere. Duffel Bad Boy. The, uh, <laughs> what was that? The, the Rich Boy song he was on. All of it, all of it. And plus, yeah. uh, one of the dudes that uh, – in the um, one of the owners actually is a rapper. Okay. I, wow. I call him the, the I call him the uh, chance rapper Kim City. Mm. Just the way like his style of putting the city on, and everything he reps is KC, chance rapper to Kansas City. Everything he does is very uh, promoting the city like that. Okay. So I'm looking forward to that. That's about it. Word up, word up. Thank you, Century Styles. Yeah. Another one, man. Clink, clink.